Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, it's in the past. Alright, it is time for another week of N4G Radio. This is episode number 331 for March 24th, 2014. And with us this week, I have Gamescom. Greetings, programs. Uh, we got the Wombat. Oh, hi. Oh, Gozangas. <laughs> <laughs> we got Drew. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, what's up? What's up, white cheddar popcorn? Oh, nothing. It's delicious. I bet it is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Making me hungry. Oh, anyway. How's everybody's weekend? <laughs> that good, huh? Uh, busy. Yeah. Busy, busy. Uh, Drew was out doing some wedding stuff. Not for himself. No, no. Um, I did not get married. No. To be a little quick and might be a little questionable on that end. Yes. So he was brainwashed. I tell you, brainwashed. <laughs> was brainwashed. The succubus. Oh. I, w- I would have to be brainwashed <laughs> to say to say yes to get married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, lots of video games out this week, and I'm curious if anybody played any of them. So I'm gonna start with Gambus because I don't think he did. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll put it to you this way: I didn't get to play as much as I really, as I wanted to this week. I only got to play one game, and I played that one game for uh, probably about a half hour. All right, and you know new, what that game is—the new Powerpuff Girls game. No, it's a little game called. Uh, Metal Gear. Oh, yes, I played. Metal Gear. I played quite a bit of that game. So, in that half hour, did you beat it? <laughs> no. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm taking my sweet time. So, you beat it in another hour. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, all I did was uh, played hit and run tactics with the uh, with the AI characters. With the I would get. I would just basically just be walking around. Oh, intruder! And I would basically just run, fight, find a uh, hiding spot, and wait until they would uh, give up the search. And at the same time, I was, uh, I was uh, picking them off one by one. And uh, it was fun. I mean, while, while I played of it, I mean, uh, it's, it's it's definitely not the type of game where. If you're caught, that means you're going to die. You can you can still easily evade the enemy if they see you. If you 
run real quick to a nice good hiding spot and just wait it out. <laughs> this is, the thing about this game is that <clears throat> excuse me is that it actually is a really nice playground. It is. And it is. It you know Solid Snake finally feels like a competent you know stealth game, which is weird yeah. because that game for the longest time has struggled with being a good you know competent stealth game. And there's just so many things you can do in that little area that are fun like tagging all the dudes and, you know, hiding under the truck to be carried into the base or, you know, zooming in and listening to the conversations to figure out the patterns of the guards. And, and it's, yeah. it's, there's, there's a lot of fun in that game and there's a lot of different ways to do it. And it makes me, it makes me really excited for Phantom Pain. Like, a lot. Yeah. Now, is Phantom, is Phantom Pain coming out on last-gen consoles too? Uh, yes, I believe so. Because I'm also playing Metal Gear uh, on the Xbox 360. I've heard it looks okay. You know, it that, does. That, it actually looks pretty good. That Fox engine is pretty versatile because it's it's absolutely jaw dropping on PS4. I can tell you that. Yeah, I imagine. Just looking yeah. at it on Xbox 360 and how good it looks on this, I can only imagine how good it looks on PS4. So, um, I'm not really. I haven't really played much of it yet. I red boxed it because I had a free. Uh, Redbox uh, code. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, my goal, uh, just so everybody knows, we'll get, we'll get a true test for the length of this game because my goal is to beat it before we get done with this podcast. And you did you just start it? I just started it. Okay, then yeah, it took me an hour and forty five minutes to play through the 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 ground zeros part. Right. That mission. It took me about an hour and forty five minutes. But like Jason, I. I really took my time and spent my time walking around the level and exploring stuff. And the cool thing yeah. is, is after I beat it and go back into it, like there's so much stuff that I didn't see. Right. So it is, it is, it's really good. Like I'm really excited. I don't know that I can stand here and tell you, Hey, if you're not a big metal gear fan, you should go out and spend 30 bucks on this game that you can complete in 60 minutes if you want to. Right. right. But if you're a metal gear fan, just can't <laughs> wait for phantom pain. And you want to get a little taste? There is a lot of content on this disc. Yeah, the um, uh, what was it? Oh, the the real challenge for me is just understanding what's going on because, um, as just about everybody knows, I never could finish Metal Gear Three, uh, um, Snake Eater, and I never played Peace Walker. So, um, I I read on I read the sort of the Wikipedia. Uh, walk through on both last night, and then read the backstory on here. So I think I've got my head around. But I mean, I've, I honestly, because it's Metal Gear, I probably could have played both those games five times and still not known really what was going on. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm not that worried about it. But I uh, I'm very excited to play it because uh, I yeah I mean seriously the um the 360 version looks incredible. Yeah. They did a so, good job on those old systems. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty excited to eventually play the uh, the next gen version of Phantom Pain because my my I I probably won't. When's that supposed to come out? Have they announced the date yet? There's no official date, but right now it's looking like early 2015. Okay, because I'll have a next gen console by then, so um, I'm pretty excited to to play it on those. You get you get a really nice. 
trailer for the Phantom Pain when you beat that. Oh, cool. Something to look forward <clears> to. <throat> yeah. And that the, the funny thing is, is this is like, people are calling this a glorified demo. Uh, this glorified demo has a better ending than most $60 games I've played lately. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I've heard the ending's really good. Yeah, the ending's really good. As long as... <laughs> I read some people getting offended by the ending. Why? Oh, I, I can't tell you because clearly I'll spoil what's going on in the ending. Okay. But the, the, the bad guys do something to somebody that people get in up, up in arms about. Yeah. So, well. well, they're so bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see that now. Well, here, here's just just ask this: Was that not one of the greatest fucking intros ever? Yeah, it was pretty cool. That thing oh, was man. awesome. <laughs> although, a... uh, um, uh, I was going to say, although I, I'm glad to see that um, Kojima maintains his horrible ability to name main characters: <laughs> Skullface, Skullface, <laughs> Hot Coldman. Yeah. Skullface yep. is a pretty bad name, but that keeps <clears throat> considering how much how serious the tone the rest of the game is. It's nice to see that he still has that goofy anime stuff going on by yep. naming a dude Skullface. Well, base I read some of the controversy too. I didn't read actually what happens, but I read some of the controversy around it, and a lot of people were saying they don't think that Kojima is mature enough to handle the stuff that he's trying to take on. So I'm really interested to see how all this goes. Uh, uh, Evidently, they don't know Kojima. <laughs> Kojima's making We're, games for a long time. Yeah. yeah. But, anyhow. Well, you you enjoy that. That's, uh, well, try. I, like I, I said, my, my goal will be to finish this before we get done with this podcast. So I, we'll I, don't, that actually works. I don't think that's unreasonable, truthfully. <laughs> this is the scary part. Is there a boss fight at least? No, there's no boss. Essentially, it's it's like this base that you go to, and there's two prisoners that you have to rescue. I mean, it's 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 a sneaking mission, you know. It's All right. A mission. Yeah, you got to go into the base, retrieve the two um, prisoners, and get them out. You know, y- you can be seen, but you can clearly go through the whole thing without ever triggering alarm. But okay. there's no, yeah, there's no boss fight in this. You get to see, like we talk about Skullface, but yeah, you don't actually fight him, right? So, epic, epic oh. ending, though, truly. Nice. So I got spotted already. <laughs> the nice <laughs> thing is, it. yeah, in this game, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, there's a uh, there's plenty of good hiding spots in that in that base. And the combat's really good. Like, Usually just... Yeah. Just the shooting is really good, and the CQC feels a lot better, and you just you just got a lot of things at your disposal that help you get out of the trouble. Yeah, it, it still plays like Metal Gear, but it, it feels like a, it's more refined. It's a more refined version of 4, because it yeah. has the left trigger aim, right trigger shoot mentality. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, Which I I really like that because the old Metal Gear shooting was t- oh. <laughs> Thing is, uh, I noticed that that Ground Zeroes takes place in the year nineteen seventy five. Yeah. Um, and it takes place right after uh, 
um, whatchamacallit, what, Peace Walker. Peace Walker. Yeah. Uh, Peace Walker. Which, I played it, but I never really, I never beat it. I never, I don't even think I even got halfway through Peace Walker. So there's some stuff that I'm just like, uh, well, okay. I guess I'm going to have to maybe play through Peace Walker sometime to really understand the significance of of uh, what's going on in Ground Zeroes. But I was wondering, is does anybody know when the Phantom Pain takes place in the continuity? Yeah, it's going to be, I think, nine years after this. Yeah, I think I, okay. saw, I, think I saw 84 or 85. Yeah, it's essentially what they're doing is they're leading up to the creation of Foxhound and the yeah, events of Metal Gear Solid. Right. Okay. They're bridging, they're bridging Gear, the games, mean. right? Yeah, they're bridging them up to the original Metal Gear Solid. I thought I mean, it was up Metal to... Metal Gear. Yeah, Metal Gear. Yeah, right? Metal where, Gear. Sorry. Yeah, where he's going to Zanzibar land yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, that, that excites me because I would nice. love to see the creation of like Foxhound. Yeah, where Big Boss turns into a bad guy. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. And I, I intend to play through Peace Walker this year. Too. But... Is he really a bad guy? I don't know. If you look at four, he's not. I don't know. Who cares? It's Metal Gear. It's Metal Gear. Metal Gear. You just watch yeah. the cutscenes and you're like, yeah, okay. That, that's that's just, the thing about the story of Metal Gear is that even the bad guys, they're not they're not evil. They're not bad for the sake of well, not all of them anyway. But you, you, you usually you find out that it's basically. They got screwed over, and they're basically just playing a part in a bigger thing than themselves. And they just so happily are are to be, you know, they are the bad guy of the story. It's so funny to me that just the stuff that you don't think about. The original Metal Gear is the first game that I owned for the original NES, and to think. To think that this series is still going on and is as big as it is is just funny to me. Yeah. Knowing that it was the first game that I ever owned, uh, aside from yeah. Mario, of course, which came with it. But oh, Metal yeah, Gear. I think Metal Gear was one of the first games I I ever rented back in the eighties. Good game. And Michael being on yeah. the cover of it. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> Yep. All right. One one last question before we move on for Metal Gear. How did you feel about Kiefer? You know what? So far in the intro, I'm not a fan. Really? Yeah, I gotta it's, say. But now it's I'm just in the intro. So it's what's weird is like Metal Gear has always been known for this, you know, lengthy dialogue stuff. I don't think Kiefer talks for more than five minutes through this whole thing. <laughs> it's not. There's not a lot of dialogue. Which is weird. I'm I'm telling you what I think is going to happen. I mean, you've seen the post. I've showed it to you before. Yeah, I know. With the whole... They, they're they saying, oh, yeah, Keither's the new snake. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, I don't think he's going to end up being with, a snake. With, when the Phantom Pain comes out, I'm sure we're going to have Keither Sutherland... As somebody decoy octopus, as decoy octopus, yeah, I think that too. Trying to be snake, and then the real snake's going to show up, and they're going to do the whole boom, solid snake, or you know, naked snake, whatever you want to call him, and it says David Hater at the bottom, and everybody's going to have this freak out moment of oh, they've 
duped us again. He really is in this game. I know this is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's it just it's too Kojima for it not to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, I mean, <laughs> the, if if somebody in all of this that we're playing is not Decoy Octopus playing somebody else, then I'm going to be incredibly disappointed. Yep. That's, yeah, I don't that's... care if it's Snake or somebody. There's somebody in this that is actually Decoy Octopus. There's no way it's not. It's got to be Snake. That's the that's going to be the big reveal. You're actually playing as the bad guy the entire time. And you'll find out that Revolver Ocelot is actually a quadruple agent. <laughs> yeah. And he's working for the Martians. Oh, Jesus. T- you know what? I'd laugh about that, but I would not be shocked if that's yeah. what happened. That's the, that's the worst part. Uh, kept you waiting, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's that's that, that that's exactly what he'd say. Yeah. Well, he says that. Well, that's, yeah, he says that at the beginning of the trailer yeah. or at oh. the beginning of the game in the intro. Yeah. Oh well, I so mean, that's, pops up. That's that that line yeah. feels so out of place. I'm like, that's total yeah. fan service. That didn't need to be there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's all you played this week, Jason? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, had to do do a lot of overtime at work lately. Yeah, so you, are you going to play some more of that this week? Yeah. Shouldn't take you long. But there is a lot of stuff to do after. The, the side ops are really cool. Playing that map during the daytime is crazy. Oh, I can only imagine. Because, so, man, that nighttime rain, God, that game is so pretty. <laughs> it is. It is. I was like, holy cow, this this game looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ah. wow. It makes me wish I could see the intro to Metal Gear Solid 2 redone in that engine. I might cry. That would be incredible. Because that was, that was still... I still think, even though Metal Gear 2 is not my favorite game, I still think that intro is the best intro of all the series. That intro is so awesome. I, I totally agree. Oh. It, that that intro with, with the music and the, the pacing and how it builds up you know, to him using the stealth and then jumping off the bridge, that that's that was just uh, it was a it was literally a game changer in uh, cinematics of video games. Anyway, so I'll move on to Drew, who is the only person not playing Metal Gear. This is true, Metal Gear. But I have played numerous things. All right. Um, first one being I uh, booted up for about thirty minutes. Uh, infamous Second Son. I have beat this game. You have? Yes. Um, really? Yeah. I like it so far. Man, if I had to say there was, this is the next gen, this would probably be it. It is pretty. It's <laughs> this game, very this game pretty. Is, this game is freaking beautiful. The only thing that draws me back from the visuals is the quirky... Um, Parkour animations. Well, like, that really, really draws away from that for me. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I mean, you kind of can't help it. Yes, you can. Look but at. There's, look at there's Assassin's so many... Creed. Look at Assassin's yeah. Creed. But Assassin's Creed, you have kind of like predetermined things that you can grab a hold of. Uh, you can grab a hold of almost anything, and the, th- the same could be said for Infamous, Drew. Because there are certain ledges he will not grab. Well, I mean, just, I haven't, like I said, I haven't got into it yet. Yeah, it's just like the other ones. There are certain things he can grab, 
and there are certain things he can't grab, and it's it's just like Assassin's Creed, and I don't know why Assassin's Creed is, and this is nothing against Infamous, no other game can create climbing animations like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like, they're unparalleled, and when I see, you know, the Infamous guy in this city that's absolutely stunning, and then he starts herky-jerking on the side of a wall. Yeah, he's kind of like floating to it a yeah, little bit. and he's like... <laughs> And I'm like, oh god, that's awful. Maybe that's part of his powers. I don't know. <laughs> and I, it, it's not in a normal game that wouldn't bother me, but this game is so pretty that it yeah. really stands out. Yeah, they do a great job of, you know, like whenever there's certain games that have done it. I think you know, Metal Gear did it, like Metal Gear Four did it, and um, Dead Space did it, where they kind of just you, you can't tell when the cutscene ended. Yeah. And you just you just start moving. They do this a lot in Infamous, and I was like, "Damn, that's just impressive," you know. Yeah, so it's, it's a beautiful game. It is. I mean, I'm, I, I've decided. I, I did my first big decision, which only takes you probably like twenty minutes in the game. Yeah. Um, and I've decided I'm going to have him as a good guy. Well, like I, like what we were talking about before the show, it only makes sense because that character has no reason to be evil. Yeah. Like zero reason. And it just it's it feels forced. It's like oh well, Infamous has always had a morality meter. We got to put this in here, but the evil stuff is going to feel forced and whatever. Yeah, see, Cole wasn't really like that. You know, I mean, it, it, the the decisions that Cole had to make were like, do I save a shitload of doctors or save my girlfriend? You know, and, and stuff like that. It, you know, and it was things that kind of made you sit back and think for a second while these are like do I let this poor woman get tortured or do I turn myself in uh, uh, yes I'm going to turn my fucking self in <laughs> I mean come on <laughs> I mean it's it's not like it, plus he is it Deslin is that how it's pronounced I think it's it's, it's either Delson or Deslin <laughs> Delson I don't know I think I maybe, it's Deslin I okay. thought it was Deslin too I don't know it's, it's terrible that I don't know but uh, he um you know, he, he he didn't have, like, this dramatic thing happen to him. Cole survived the fucking explosion, and bad shit started happening to him right away. You know, and I could understand him just kind of, just, fuck the world, I'm going to be evil. No, it's actually Delson. Is it Delson? Is it Delson? D-E-L-S-I-N, Roe. Delson Roe. Wow. Man. Selson Blue. Selson Blue, you know. Vida Blue. Vida. Be the blue. I don't know. Maybe one. Uh oh. Come on now. They, they know not to call me. <laughs> they be calling me. Skeet, they be skeet, calling skeet, me. Skeet, skeet. All skeet. But um, yeah. I'm excited to jump back into it. I, I, I wasn't able to play it this weekend because of all the wedding stuff, and so I'm uh, I'm gonna jump into it this week. But hey, there congratulations, is... Drew. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Your wedding. She's absolutely beautiful. Uh. But um, so um, you fucked up his train of thought. Yeah, holy shit! Yeah, I did that on purpose. Other game, <laughs> other game, other game I played um, was um, a game called Dark Souls Two. Oh talked, snap! I talked about it a little bit last week, but I'm going to talk about it a lot here. After diving deeper into this game, this is. One of the best games I've ever played. It's it's 
they they took the Dark Souls formula, made it, I'd say, coherent. And I don't want to sound bad about saying, you know, I'm, I'm bad-mouthing Dark Souls 1. They have made it to where anybody could really try to play this game and understand it. They've they've done so many things to the mechanics that just make sense, and the balancing act that they did because they changed certain things is impressive. When you actually sit back and look at what they did, so like to, in order to make it a little bit more accessible, then they had to change this, and then they had to change that, and it was it it's it's really impressive. And the things that you do in this game, like I've never thought of even doing that before. You know, they, they do, they, like, a perfect example, like, I don't want to spoil anything for Dark Souls 2, but, like, Demon Souls. Like, there, there was, a, that, 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 I talked about it where you have a boss fight that is actually another person playing their game, and they get summoned into your game whenever you go into that boss fight. Shit like that, nobody had ever thought of that before. Multiple things like that happen in this game. And it's impressive as hell. Now, I know a lot of people out there, and I've talked to people on Twitter and stuff like that about it. They say the game looks like crap. I don't think it does. Well, I don't think people are saying it looks like crap. I think people are pissed because of the the whole, like, it looked better before it came out. Well, uh, Here's my thing about that. I would rather have it looking like this and running without any frame rate drops than making it look beautiful and then having it skip every five seconds. Uh, no, and I agree, but I... That's the issue everybody's having, and then of course I've heard the PS3 version has a little bit rougher time than the 360 version. Mm. That's I've actually heard a little bit about that too about the PS3 version. So I don't know. I'm playing the 360 version. I haven't had it skip a beat. I think it looks great. I think that there's there's a ton in there. I mean, the, the world is huge, and it's and that's another thing. No loading screens whatsoever. It's just you know you just you just walk into the next area. You know, I mean, I'm sure, like, when you enter the fog gate or whatever, though, those are probably loading stuff, but it's usually loading a boss fight. And it's, it lasts five seconds. A game's impressive. No, it is. Yeah, it's... Um, but, yeah, it's it's one of those games where there's a lot of people out there who say, oh, I'll never play that because it sounds horrible as far as, like, difficulty goes and, and accessibility. But Dark Souls 2... Eases players into it, and it's it's very very well done. And I'd say, if you have any type of interest in this game, play it. It's it's, I will say it's probably going to be one of the last great 360 PS3 games. Well, it's probably not a hard, it's probably not a hard thing to do at this point. Eh, I'd I'd say we still got another year. Yeah, but not of everything. I mean, at this point, we're looking. You know, Batman's not coming. We haven't heard an announcement for an Assassin's Creed. You know, Metal Gear, yeah, it's coming. But, I mean, what else? What other games that are going to be announced are going to be on... Isn't Destiny? I think so. Yeah. But still, that's this year. Next year, probably not so much. This is true. But, yeah, I highly suggest Dark Souls 2 to anybody. It's... Awesome. It's, it is fantastic. My review will be live this week. So, would you immediately jump to this one, or would you play the other ones first? You can immediately jump to this one if you want to. But, I mean, what would you suggest, considering you're saying this one is more 
If you've never played a Souls game before, play Dark Souls 2. There you go. They explain everything to you. They retwerked the... We twerked. Did you just they, really say retwerked? I, they said retwerked. I was going to say reworked, but then it said retweaked. Uh, and I combined them two together. Oh, okay. Um, they reworked the controls to where... Like, the, the biggest thing about Dark Souls 1... Like, in, in Demon's Souls, you couldn't jump at all. But in, in, in Dark Souls, you could jump. But you had to hold down the run button, which is the B button on the 360 controller. And then kind of double tap it. And he would jump. Your character would jump. That was difficult to do because sometimes I just wanted to jump. You, you always had to initiate a run, and sometimes you didn't have enough room, and you accidentally roll, and you just fall over the cliff, you know, stuff like that. And this one, they've moved it, and they mapped it to where you push in the, like I guess, L3, the, the, the left stick. You push in the left stick while you're running, and they do a jump. So they've, they've reworked a bunch of things to make it not as cumbersome for the player, it's still very challenging. Uh, you know, you, you're going to die, uh, but they've done such a good job with this game. I really, I, I highly suggest it to anybody. All right. Anything else going on? Um, play a little bit more Final Fantasy X, X2. Uh, not much, though. I went ahead and wrote my review of that. It's Final Fantasy X. The voice acting is horrible, but it looks nice. Cool. And and the combat's great. All right. Um, other than that, just Hearthstone. Play a lot of Hearthstone. Hearthstone. I really like that game. I really suck at that game, but I really like that game. Hey, whatever floats your boat. Yep. Are you going to play Heroes of the Storm? Is that, I mean, is it in beta now? It's in beta now. I, I don't know. If I get into the beta, sure, I'll give it a shot. I can't remember oh. if it's going to be free. I'm pretty sure it's going to be free. I mean, it's basically a Dota game, isn't it? It is. Uh, it's like a League where the... Actually, I think it is because what you pay for is the characters. It's like League. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd love to try that since I kind of got into Dota a little bit. And the Blizzard one is going to have characters from, you know, the Blizzard. So, like, one of the characters is a fucking siege tank. Okay. Which is just hilarious to me. I wonder if they're going to have, like, actual, like, you know, like, the warrior from Diablo. or. Oh, I know. Diablo's in it. So there are characters from Diablo in it? Yeah. Diablo, StarCraft, um, cool. Warcraft, all that stuff. That's actually really cool. Yeah, that makes me kind of want to play it. But then again, I really kind of wanted to play Infinite Crisis because, well, pff, there's characters from stuff I know there. Yeah. But it is Blizzard, too, which is another thing that makes me go, yeah, that... Yeah, that's probably pretty good. They have quality. Yeah, they make good games. I don't think I've ever played a game of theirs that I did not like. You know, this is true. I've not played Hearthstone, so that might be the that might be the one. If you if you if you give it a chance, I think you'll actually like that game. I don't. I don't like those games. I give it a shot. Seriously, it's free. I know it's free, but it's my time's not so. <sighs> I really like Hearthstone. <laughs> um, but yeah, this week, as far as this week goes, I'm going to be playing some more Dark Souls. Dark Souls 2. A lot more infamous. And uh, Diablo. Diablo 3. Got the Reaper of Souls coming out this week. That is this week, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I'm very excited, actually. Crikey. Still haven't heard anything about a review code, which makes me super nervous. Mm. 
I've already pre-ordered it, so. Yeah, I, I just bought Diablo 3, so I'm not paying 40 bucks for the expansion right now. <laughs> I don't blame you. So, I mean, I pay more for one act than I did for four acts or whatever. That's true. Hopefully this is a very long act. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm sure I'll hear lots about it this week. I'm sure all the news will be positive about it. It's Diablo. <laughs> yeah, this is true. They've they've officially made that game better. Yeah. So after getting rid of the auction house and all that stuff, they've they've done a very good job. All right. So I guess I will interrupt Wombat and in his sneaking around the base. To see Indeed. what else he is playing besides maybe Metal Gear. Um. Really, nothing. <laughs> I uh. I was playing Thief. And I've decided that I'm not playing Thief anymore. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's not, and it's not. I don't want that to sound like I think it's terrible, because I don't. I just am not at all... Um, it's not holding my attention. Right. And I don't have time anymore to play games to completion that don't hold my attention. Like, I feel like I'm just kind of playing it because I have it, and because I feel like I need to beat it. I don't really want to. <laughs> so I've decided that I'm done. Alright. So, um, so I'm gonna play Metal Gear. And then the game that I have on my Gamefly list next to receive is either, what do I have? Titanfall for 360. Which was delayed. Right. Um, until the beginning of April, yep. I think. Right? Yeah, it's like the um, first week. Yeah, so if I don't get, uh, the, the game that I have before that though on my list is Dark Souls 2. Ooh. Nice. So I figure I'll give it a shot. I really like Demon Souls, so I figure the least I can do is give Dark Souls give Dark Souls a shot. What's your update progress on Metal Gear? Oh, I'm uh, I'm not. I, I haven't really done anything. I've died a couple of times. Oh, okay. So you haven't rescued the first prisoner yet? Oh no, no, no. no. Okay, all right. I'm just I um, I died a couple times trying to figure out what I'm doing. All right. Including one time where I very stealthily do- dove off a cliff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, that that really helped my uh, playtime. I'm sure it did. Alright, so, I guess I will wrap this up. Um, we've talked about a lot of it. We talked a lot about Metal Gear. Um, I can expand a little bit more on Infamous. Like I said, I beat it. Um, I did about 70% of it. I think my completion is about 70%. Um... I find that game to be infamous, uh, for better or for worse. <laughs> uh, it, it, and I don't want that to sound negative, because Infamous is a good game. But I've always felt like the Infamous series has been Sony's kind of middle child. Like, it's not the favorite, and it's not the baby. It's just kind of there. It's kind of that B-tier series. And this one feels essentially the same as the last two. And outside of the visuals, it doesn't upgrade the game at all. Like, I feel it's... like there, Yeah, there are four different powers in the game, and truthfully, all four of them feel identical. They all have a mobility move, they all have a projectile, they all have a melee move, and they all have a super move. Is um, it a spoiler to say what all four of them are? Because the only two I've seen are Neon and Smoke. Well, there's only four, I, th- I think, before the game came out, but at this point I don't think th- that it is. Um, Neon is the second one you get, and then you get one called Video, which okay. I won't really tell you what it does, but it's essentially kind of like Neon. 
Okay. Uh, and then the last one you get is concrete. Okay. So, but kind of weird. Yeah, like I said, all four of them feel the same. Although progressively, as you get them, the new one is more powerful than the last one that you had. So, um, it was weird. Like they, one of the things they told us not to talk about in our review was one of the mechanics, um, which I'm sure has been plastered all over the internet at this point, is the uh, the graffiti tagging. Yeah. Which they said don't talk about that in your review. We want that to be a surprise. Well, you just—I mean, I, I just did the first. You know, that's the first thing you do in the game. Yeah, and I don't understand why they want that to be a surprise because I really didn't find it all that interesting. Well, how many other times do you do it? A lot. It's—it's it's a side. It's an activity. Oh, uh, okay. So it's one of the things you do. It's funny, it's because it's one of the things you do to bring down, you know, DUP control in the sectors. Okay. Here's another funny thing. I didn't realize the game had fast travel until I beat the game. Sweet. <laughs> really? Um, because in order to unlock fast travel, you have to do these showdown missions. And the showdown mission cannot be triggered until you have brought that particular sector down to below 30%, I think. 30% DUP control. Mm-hmm. And then when you do the, the showdown mission, that opens that particular section for fast travel. Now, it's not fast travel as to where you can just go anywhere you want from anywhere you want it's go to the place where the showdown mission was and move to another area that you've unlocked at the showdown mission okay so but truthfully I mean you know there was never a time in the game where I had to go from one side of the map to the other until the final boss that took more than two minutes so I never felt like they did a good job with pacing the missions close enough to each other that I didn't feel like I was constantly just moving around so the fact that there wasn't a fast travel system never deterred it, me in the game to say, "Hey, this is really kind of dumb. Why is there not a fast travel?" So, okay. But um, no, like I said, it just it just it just felt like Infamous, and I was really hoping for a next gen version of this game to really kind of like they kind of showed off the destructible environments. That's really limited, like super super limited. Um. One of the things I was telling Drew about that really frustrated me about this game is the animation loops. So when you get into a base where you have to take over um, base control and there's like six dudes shooting at you and they'll get you in this loop of where they hit you and, you know, Delson will spin around and before he's done spinning around to where I can attack again, they are hitting me again and putting me back into that loop. Yeah, stun lock. Yeah, and I, I essentially, during the final boss, the final boss would get me in that loop constantly in a corner Ugh. and I would just die and die and die now one thing I will say that I, I can tell that they, they planned for that because the checkpoints in this game like even during boss fights are fantastic good so <laughs> you know once you get through a part of a boss fight it will checkpoint and if you die you go back to that checkpoint not the beginning of the boss fight so that alleviated the frustration quite a bit but no it's if you have a PS4 this is a wonderful game to own but I still don't feel like it's worth buying a PS4 for. Yeah. And we're still waiting on that. I truthfully believe we're still waiting on that game for both machines. Uh, a lot of people felt like Titanfall was that for Xbox One, but Titanfall's really good. It really is, and if you have an Xbox One, you should definitely play it. But if you don't have an Xbox One, it's not enough to say, hey, dude, you need to go buy this machine. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting on, is a game that makes me buy the machine. I, I don't know. 
I don't see anything on the horizon. That's the problem, is like the big games like Destiny and Phantom Pain and a lot of that stuff are coming out on the old machines. Right. Um, Batman may be it. I mean, come on, it's Rocksteady, two years, next-gen, next-gen only. Yeah, but even Batman, for me, is one of those games where I feel like I could wait if I had to. Yeah. At this point. You, I mean, for me, the game the game is Witcher, but that's not out until February of 2015. So true. I imagine they want me to buy something sooner than that. Well, um, you're also in 2015, we're getting Far Cry 4. Don't forget about that one. Yep, and uh, we're also apparently getting Phantom Pain. Yeah, Phantom Pain. Um, the, so I don't know. You know what's funny for me that's making me want a PS4 right now is MLB The Show. Well, yeah, that's... For baseball fans, that's almost a must because you look at it compared to the PS3 version, and it just kills it. <laughs> Insane, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. MLB the Show looks really good. I'll, I'll be I, excited to see how they do with that game. I'm, I'm even flirting with the idea of picking up the show. Yeah, it's it's real nice looking. And and the thing is, is if you do buy a machine, it's awesome because you know even though you don't have a game that says, "Hey, I have to buy this," all of your games now look 100 percent better. Right. So, I mean, that that kind of does it, but there is not one, that one game. And sadly, Infamous for me is still not that game. And that's disappointing. I think I think with uh, as they continue on, I think uh Sony's ace up their sleeve is pretty much the PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus will be big, um but at this point they're starting to run out of stuff to create to give away. It's, yeah. It's it seems like every new title that's coming out on PSN is going to be the PS Plus game of the month. They're going to have to start giving away retail games, which they're almost at the point where they can. Yeah. Um, I'd say by probably October they'll start giving away retail games. Yeah, I can see. Starting with Knack. Knack. Yeah, I can see Knack being one of the first ones they give away. They're like, please take this game. It sold a million copies. It's got to be good, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, But anyway, the other stuff I, I played Steam World Dig for five minutes, and I really want to play it more. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. John's review is up. Uh, he apparently loved it. Well, the PS4. Yeah. Um, okay. And I really want to play more of it. It seems like it's really cool. I've heard great things about it, but I only played it for five minutes, so maybe that'll be something I play this week. Uh, but the last game I played is Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. Oh man, I'm hearing that's a very very nice steaming pile of shit. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. Let's see if I can explain this. Um, things I like about this game. I like the way it looks. Okay. I like the fact that the enemy variety is there. I like what it's trying to do. Okay. What I, what I don't like is the fact that this game... Everything else. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> this game stumbles over every mechanical... Okay, there's no jump button. Let's start there. Well, okay, this you're is a ninja. This is a Ninja Gaiden game with no jump button. Sweet. Uh, instead, and it's also a fixed camera, so this is like Resident Evil 1 style fixed camera. <sighs> so you are trying to fight these, you know, 50, 60 zombies at the same time, um, and you can't see, like, you can't see the enemies, and there's there's actually two camera modes, there's wide and zoom in. If you play on zoom in, you might as well just turn it off. <laughs> Because you will just die over and in fact, if you play this game on normal, you will probably die over and over and over. So and over it still again. has the difficulty of Ninja Gaiden. It's not the difficulty that's the problem. It's a button masher. It's not hard. Um, what makes it hard is that you can't see the enemies that are hitting you because of the fucking fixed camera. And the fact that I, since the beginning of time, 
<laughs> action games have had since a, the beginning of time. <laughs> action games have had this. It's it's kind of like a shooter. Could you imagine a shooter that moved the left trigger zoom function to the A button? That like would that even compute in your head? No. Uh. Okay. In, nin- in Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z, the dodge button is the A button. Really? Which well, they got to they put the jump button. They got to do something with the jump button. Yeah, and I'm sitting there, you know, tapping something, and like I'm constantly getting hit because I'm pressing the wrong button to attack, and I'm pressing the A button because I'm thinking, oh, that's going to do something else. It's just the controls are completely out of whack, and I'm dying constantly. Um... It tries to be funny, and it's not funny. <laughs> it's just really dumb. Yeah, like I love it, that. I mean, one scene, he blows up a lingerie store, and it's raining panties. And this giant... Uh, what is it? This giant like zombie priest comes out of the lingerie shop, because that makes sense. Um, and he says, I don't like it when people rain on my fucking painting party. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> and the whole point of this game is that you're Yaiba, and you want to kill Hayabusa. And you know what upsets me more than anything? Is that Keiji Inafune worked on this game. Really? Yeah, Concept worked on this game. Now, it's mostly developed by Spark. That explains a lot. Who's Spark? Spark are the guys that made Legendary the Box, Turning Point, oh. Fall of Liberty... You know, Lost Planet, which I like Lost Planet 3, sue me for that, but they made those games, you know. Right. They have Turning great... point where you shoot a guy and he it didn't register. Um, <laughs> Spark is one of those teams that make really, really interesting ideas. Just don't make them very well. <laughs> so, whatever. I, I, it's hard for me to play this game. I have, it's the only game that I was reviewing this week that I have not finished. And it's only seven levels, if that tells you anything. This is a very hard game to play. I wish it was better because I is like. Is it full price? Yeah, it's sixty bucks. Jesus Christ! Now uh, you know you do get Jeez. you get two costumes for DOA Five Ultimate when you buy. <laughs> nice. I think that's what they, the reason why you buy it. Uh, yeah, it's a sixty dollar costume, but it's only two costumes for Momoji and uh, Hayabusa. So yeah, uh. yeah, it's. Uh, I don't recommend that game like all right. at all. Uh, like at all, it's it's a very painful game to play. It's not even one of those games that's so bad you have to play it to see how bad it is. It's just not. It's not good. It's game. just bad. It's just a bad game. Yeah. So don't don't play that game. It's pretty bad. Uh, as far as future fondling goes, I actually kind of want a hundred percent infamous. So maybe I'll play some more of that. Um, I want to jump into Steam World Dig. I really liked what I did play of it, even though it was only like five minutes. Uh, and I'm trying to think. Uh, Reaper's the only thing coming out this week, I think. So, I don't think there's anything. Let me kind of dig around and see if there's anything else coming out this week. Because I know we're about to go into a little bit of a dry spell. Sadly. So, I don't really know what's coming out. Um, the Arkham Origins Blackgate comes out for consoles this week. And then nothing... Until it looks like Trials Fusion in mid-April. Sweet. So, that's good. That, that gave me some time to catch up on some stuff, play some older stuff. 
Um, Daylight is coming out in April as well, which looks really interesting. Daylight. That's the like horror game. Okay, the uh, one where you're using the cell phone to like light your way, kind of. I think so. Yeah, it's uh, you're in an abandoned hospital with only your mobile phone. Yeah. Okay. So that looks interesting. Yeah. So maybe I'll check that out. It's made by the Is guys it? that made um, uh, Blacklight Retribution. Okay. That's uh, now that's next gen or current gen consoles. PS4. PS4. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know. As far as yeah, I'll probably play some Diablo, maybe, um, and some more Infamous. And I, I'm having a lot of fun going back into Ground Zeroes and playing around in that that game. Like for Metal Gear fans, I totally think that's worth thirty bucks. But that's just me. Hmm. I uh, I actually paid uh twenty five for mine because I actually, they actually had a a used they had a used copy of it at. at GameStop. Oh, you actually have a physical copy of it? No. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, someone already uh, sold it, but of course that that happens anyway, especially with a game like this. Yeah, they probably beat it that day and like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <clears throat> Alright, so we can talk about some news. Um, I'll save the big one for last because everybody knows what the big one is. Um... Microsoft has detailed the April update, uh, which will be coming to Xbox One. It will update game and app saves, uh, some more improvements to the friends list, connect voice and motion improvements, and improved uh, game DVR video quality. Uh, not to be left behind, Sony announced a, an update as well that will also improve the sharing function, I believe the length of videos, being able to put them on USBs. Um, and one of the biggest things for me is they're finally the removal of HDCP, so we can <clears throat> capture PS4 games through a capture device. And the ability to dim the light bar on the controller. I think you turn it off. No, no. Nope. Just dim it. Just dim it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So it's better than nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's better than nothing. Playing Infamous was the first time I noticed that light bar, and that's because it flashes a lot. So. Uh, in a continuation of executives leaving, uh, Mark Witten has left Microsoft, originally joined in 2000, has launched all three Xbox machines. So he was kind of like the Jack Tretton of Xbox. You know, Jack Tretton had been there through all four PlayStation machines. Yeah. So this guy had been there through all three Xboxes, and now he's gone. Moved on to some audio company or something, I don't know. Hmm. So, there you go. No more... Mark, a lot of people leaving these companies are like, hey, if we launch these systems, let's go home. I don't get it. It seems like they're doing pretty damn well. Yeah, everybody seems to be doing well, so I don't know. It's kind of weird. For a lot of guys, it's probably just fatigue. Yeah, you've been doing that for you, almost a decade. Yeah, and you, you, you work hard to get this new product out the door, and it's probably just a lot of look. As soon as I get this product out the door, I'm moving on to something else. You probably get beat down a lot trying to get something like that out the door. Well, this is oh, true. Yeah. Uh, Sony has confirmed that PlayStation 4 shortages will continue into summer. Um, I actually did see some on the shelves yesterday. Mm. I was I was at Best Buy picking up a couple things, and I saw them. I saw them right there on the floor. And oh, funny enough, they had uh, Titanfall Xbox bundles, Xbox One bundles for 450 
Think about that. The system is 500 by itself. With a copy of Titanfall, they were selling it for 450. Huh? Yeah. Don't they come with fours of five now too? That's a that's a separate bundle. That's the other bundle. Yeah, you can't get them both games. (laughs) Well, damn. Yeah, people have tried, but 450 dollars with a game right now. Pretty good. You can't really beat that. No, you can't. And I haven't seen a new system drop in price that fast. It's kind of shocking. Uh, do you remember the story about E.T.? And they buried all that stuff in the desert? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're apparently moving forward with digging that up. Who's they? Uh, uh, two companies, a video game developer and a marketing firm, are working together in an attempt to unearth the fabled cache of E.T. Atari cartridges that are buried in New, in a New Mexico <laughs> landfill. Okay, why? Uh, just because it's interesting. It's okay. like a, it's, it's, it's now like the Ark of the Covenant. As soon as they start playing it, their faces are going to start melting off. Probably. <laughs> you know what? I owned uh, E.T. on Atari, and I can tell you that is functionally accurate. Yes. <laughs> See? Um, not that it matters, but if you played Diablo 3 this weekend, you get 100% bonus XP. But the weekend's over, so I guess you missed out. I think it's until the um, till Reaper Souls comes out. Oh, okay, well, maybe you got another day. You got one day, so get at it, man. Oh, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else that happened? Wasn't there some games announced this week? Or am I just thinking that up? I, I don't... I swore there was. Nothing major, but I thought there was a couple. But anyway, let's talk about the big news that came out of GDC. And that is Sony is essentially going to create an Oculus Rift. It is yep. called... Project Morpheus. How fitting. Hey, <laughs> do what you gotta do, man. Take the blue pill. The only thing, you know, and I've heard good things. I've heard a lot of people say that it works really well. It's got some good support. There's some neat little things on there. My concern with this and Oculus Rift, how much are these things going to cost? Oculus right. Rift, I think, is... Well, there's no uh, retail product yet. Well, this is true. You can but. buy the developer kit. I think it's three or four hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah, three hundred. But um, I mean, who's who is? That's like Google Glass, dude. That's just like that's such a high tier. Like I don't see this. It was kind of like three D. Three D was not affordable. That's why it never took off. Exactly. And if you're going to try to sell a VR headset for two or even three hundred dollars. Good luck. I, I just don't see that happening. You know? I mean, it's going to have to be that much. You know it is, because, I mean, it, that shit doesn't come cheap. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool thing. But how many people can afford $200 or even $300 for... A headset. Yeah, a headset with a handful of games that... I don't... That support it, kind of like a tech demo. But also like that, like... Like with 3D, did you ever play through a whole game in 3D? You know what I mean? Did you? Would you play through a whole game? Would you play through a whole 30, you know, 15 to 30 hour game with a VR headset on? No. Probably not. No. So, I just, I don't know. I've heard it's cool. I've heard it's a neat technology. It's cool for novel things. Um, but I don't know. I will be very interested to see how this thing takes off. It would be something I think would be neat, especially when you got a bunch of people together and they're like doing the stuff. But I don't know. 
It's also built on move technology, which is kind of weird. <laughs> so, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. It's kind of yeah. like PlayStation Now. It's gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see how much it costs. Price is a big factor for all of that stuff. So I don't know. I'm one of those people that will probably buy one, but I just don't think it'll be huge. I mean, for God's sakes, I have a 3D TV. Don't think I right. ever use it anymore. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Unless I missed something about news. Which I don't think I did. <sighs> kind of a slow one. Yeah, it's weird. GDC is out there. and just a slow week for news. We're cl- getting close to PAX, and then, then you'll have the big daddy of E3. E3 is going to be nuts this year. I saw Phil Spencer yeah. saying that uh, Microsoft's press conference has already broke the 90-minute mark and that they already had to start cutting stuff and there's so much stuff that they're announcing and it's just going to be nuts. Wow. And, that, and that's what's exciting is Microsoft has gotten off to this, you know, kind of getting their butt kicked, which means they're going to show a lot of really cool stuff because they have to. Yeah. So that, that, that excites me and I hope Sony has a few IPs up their sleeve as well. I'm sure they do. So, because so far both machines have delivered me some really awesome games. Just nothing that I feel like you have to own the machine for yet. Yeah, no system sellers. Nope, not yet. All right, so we got a couple emails. All righty. Uh, first one comes from Sean. He says, "What's up, guys? Hope all is well." Uh, writing you guys this week to see if anyone can enlighten me on an issue I'm seeing on the Xbox One's party management in games. Uh, in Call of Duty, for instance, the first. Friend system is managed within the game. For instance, you can hit a friend's button, see which friends are online, which maps they're currently playing. You can also try to join their game without sending an invite. If the room is full, you can continue to hit the join button over and over till a spot opens up without going in and out of a lot of submenus. Titanfall, however, is using what looks like uh, to be Microsoft generic friend system. When you hit the friend's button in Titanfall, it opens up what appears to be a Microsoft friend system and allows the user to be invited to a party or game. Uh, They also don't allow you to join a friend's game in progress from this menu. You actually have to go all the way back out to Xbox One's dashboard and into the friends list, and then select their name and attempt to join their game, uh, which takes you all the way back into Titanfall just to tell you the server is full. Titanfall's current system seems so far behind all Call of Duty's in-game friend invite system that it looks like a bad joke. I'm finding it extremely frustrating in Titanfall to get into games with friends, and I'm curious as to why you think they did it this way. Do you think... This is why Microsoft had to scramble to get the party system somewhat fixed for Titanfall's launch, because from the looks of it, Respawn didn't integrate a very good system at all, and are relying on Xbox One's party friend system more so than Call of Duty is. Thoughts? Well, let me start the answer by saying that this is Titanfall 1. Call of Duty Ghosts is like Call of Duty 10. It is. It's, it is number 10. So, Activision and all five, four or five of the developers that have worked on that game have had a long time to tweak and upgrade and build that party system. Which, Call of Duty has got a great party system. There's no doubt about it. And one of the reasons why they had to build such a great party system is because PlayStation 3's online party system was shit. You know, PC's online party system ain't all that great. 
So they needed a proprietary in-game party system. Now, with Titanfall, they're only on Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC. So they relied a lot on Microsoft stuff. I'm sure that will change over time. Um, And yes, I'm sure Microsoft scrambled to get that update ready so that Titanfall was better than it was. Um, But no, this is the first Titanfall. So I'm sure there's a lot of things that they will learn, things that they will do to upgrade the system to make it better. Yes, it is frustrating. I don't run into it because what I do is I find the people I'm going to play with, put them in a party, and then jump into a game. So, I don't know. That That's my guess for why Call of Duty's is better. Call of Duty's been doing it a lot longer than Titanfall has. So... Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know how <laughs> I have no experience with the Xbox One party system, so Well, I think it's more or less the party system is what the party system is and there's no in game stuff for Titanfall. Which isn't necessary for them on Xbox One or three sixty because it's so easy to invite people into a game, you know, yeah. through the Xbox's system. So Alright. I have another email. This comes from Eeyore Kara. <laughs> Are you ready for that? Uh, Eeyore Kara gives us some very, very interesting emails. Yeah, there's. this is a long email. So let's I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some type of human centipede reference. <laughs> uh, hey, yo. Good day. Uh, it's Eeyore Kara. Hope all is well. It's been a while, however. Not to worry. I've been listening every week. Actually, I don't think I ever missed an episode since 2009. Nice. That's, that's some dedication. That is. Uh, anyhow, back in January, turned the big 28, almost 30, and I'm like, fuck. Dude, I'm, o- I'm almost 29, so whatever. Shut up, Drew. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, he says, so my partner surprised me with the PS4 for the birthday. Really Very unexpected nice. at all. Uh, it was pretty neat. I like the system. It's all right. I just don't like how I can't download movies or photos to the system like the PS3. Uh, so my partner also surprised me with the game. That game, Killzone. Okay. Man, I guess it's the thought that counts, because this title is rubbish. <laughs> uh, Alright, I will, I will fully admit I did not like that single player too much. Uh, he says, I just get lost and have no idea what I'm supposed to do. Uh, problem Drew picked up, also picked up in his review. The story is Shithouse. Just a rushed launch title, I guess. The multiplayer is still kind of fun, though. <clears throat> He says, I picked up PS Plus, amazing service. Seriously, if you own a PS3, PS4, and a Vita for 70 bucks a year, it's a steal. It is a steal, man. Lots of yes, good stuff on there. absolutely. Uh, I know it's been said many times before, but damn, it really is great. I think it's best for those who try to be tight with their money. If you have the systems, just get a plus and enjoy the games they give you. Yep. Uh, I picked up Infamous, brilliant. Uh, I'm just finding myself doing all the side missions, clearing areas, so much fun. Uh, I want to congratulate Gambus on completing his first game in about one or two years. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much Good stuff, man uh, Alright, here we go you Gotta pay attention Okay It's situation time Alright I'll try to make this short So all of you are on a game show A bad one Okay uh, You've all reached the bonus stage Where you get to choose one of three boxes as a prize Box one, box two, and box three mm-hmm. Sweet So all of you now choose a box each to collect your prize. You got to pick it before you. Before All I right, I'm going to say box three. All right, box three for Wombat. 
Box number one for me. Box one for Drew. Box two. Box two for Jason, and I will go with box one. So me and Drew are box one, Jason's box two, box three is Wombat. Here you go, prizes revealed. Box one, for me and you, Drew, an entire year's worth of the most amazing sandwiches. Three sandwiches are delivered to your place daily. I am okay with this. I, I am. I feel like I have made a good decision. Yes, absolutely. All right, Jason, box number two. You must leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> You're moved to an island only about 10 by 10 meters in size. There is nothing on the island, just sand. Tuna is your only food. You must perform the circle of life on yourself for water. You will remain on this island until Gambus completes another game. <laughs> oh, well, since he's the one on the island. You got all the time in the world. <laughs> wow. All right. Wombat. Yeah. Box three. Yeah. It's a lifetime supply of virgins. Enjoy. Wait. Okay. Wait. Wait. They are she-male. Right. Seriously? Imagine my, my my wife's not that excited about that. <laughs> he says they are also she-male. They're she-male. She-male. I'm assuming that okay. means trans transvestite. Right. Yeah. So there uh, you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> At least it's always interesting, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you have a, a lot of men dressed as women around you that have never had sex before. Cool. We'll play, uh, <laughs> play Monster Hunter or something. There you go. <laughs> you guys want to play Titanfall or something? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to send Jason some sandwiches on his island. Yeah, we'll 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 we'll, we'll send some seagulls to send and, it to you. And darn it, send me my 3DS or Whatever with with uh, battery chargers. Yeah, I bet he would finish a game real fast if he had to stay there until he finished one. I'm, I'm sure. He would. <laughs> Unless he's a big fan of tuna. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna need a big fan of tuna. Uh, uh, not not that much of a fan. <laughs> uh, especially since you got to perform the circle of life on yourself all the time to get water. Circle. <laughs> Circle alive. And I would be singing that every time I would do it. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. That's really gross. <laughs> I think we should turn this. I think we could Go turn this into pee and drink it. Yeah. I think we could turn it into a reality TV show, though. Eat some tuna. <laughs> Eat it again when it comes out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All I do works. is eat every day. <laughs> uh, all right, Twitter. Uh, here's one we missed last week. I think we missed this one. Uh, it comes from Solid Sven. He says, "Hey crew, top three games of last gen. Mine include Demon slash Dark Souls, Metal Gear Solid, and Bio or Metal Gear Solid Four and Bioshock." Hmm. Um, you know, we were gonna do this <laughs> originally. Yeah, I know. Well, that's really hard. I th- Red Dead's got to be in one of mine. Yeah. yeah, that's a given for me. Yeah, that's a good choice. The um, I really feel like uh, 
Uh, Skyrim is my number one, I think. I, I think that'd be in a lot of people. I don't think there's much debate for me on that. I think Injustice would be on mine. I, I mean, really I... like that game. Hmm. Damn. I mean, I could probably just throw out three games that I put the most time into. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's a lot of games that I really liked, but picking one that goes above the rest... I, th- I mean, Red Dead clearly jumps out at me. Like, yeah. Heavily. Um, and I really liked Injustice. And I would probably put Arkham Asylum on there. Or Arkham City, one of those two. I, I mean, uh, for me, Red Dead Redemption, uh, Street Fighter 4, and... Probably Dark Souls too, and that would that's recent, but that is last gen. So, yeah. I, I'm I'm very serious about my Dark Souls. Read my review. Okay, There's, Drew. Something happens. Something <laughs> happens in that review that I've never done before. Yeah, I know. I've read it. I know. <laughs> something happens in that review that you've never done before. He shamalama yeah. ding dongs it. Wow! There's a twist at the end. There's a twist. It's not really the ending. <laughs> As we plaster right up at the beginning. Yeah, I'm really Mr. Glass. <laughs> I was Mr. Glass. That's why I'm the villain. Uh, the children yeah. they called me Mr. Glass. I love that movie. I like that movie too. Well, yeah, it's a good movie. I don't know. I, Dark Souls 2 would be up there, but as far as something that I enjoyed a lot and actually got into some of the backstory of, Dragon Age Origins would probably be. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I like Dragon Age. Age. I, I, I fell absolutely in love with that universe. I forgot about I love Mass, Mass Effect, Effect 2. Yeah, Mass Effect 2, is just, if I had to pick one of them, so good. But, you know, without a doubt... Street Fighter 4, for me, it would be my top of last gen. I put over 200 hours into Street Fighter 4, put over 200 hours into Super Street Fighter 4. Yeah, I got... That, yeah. I got about 200 hours into Injustice. That, that's gotta be in my top three of uh, last yeah. gen. Street Fighter 4 revitalized the fighting game genre. You know, fighting games weren't really much. And then all of a sudden, Evo came back and... You know, people now millions of people are watching it every year and stuff like that. And this a lot has to do because of Street Fighter Four. Yep. You know, they. I mean, they <laughs> say what you want to about Capcom and releasing their fucking versions, but they know how to make a fighting game. Excited yeah. for Evil Cammy. <laughs> Evil Cammy. That was the last character announced for. Yep. Ultra. Are you? Are you? Are you, are, are you serious? Yeah. I'm yep. Dead yep. serious. She. uh it's called Evil Cammy. Well, she's got her no, own name. Yeah, but I don't remember what her name is. But it's she, basically Evil Cammy. Yeah. From what the fuck? Alpha yeah. Three. She. She. Yeah. You know how, uh, like, in Bison, he had those the the uh, the Bison oh, girls. Yeah, the Bison girls. Yeah, he. Yeah, he had her under like a, a hypnosis or something like that. Yeah, that's who. It yeah, is. The, the the new character. Uh, she's wearing like a mask and. Um, her outfit is like cami and but she also has these like uh she's kind of like Psylocke 
from uh, X Men because she has these um, these psychic knives on her um, on her arms when she punches. So she's kind of like got psycho power. Psycho pressure. Yeah, and, and she she looks like flat out evil with the mask on. I mean, she she doesn't look like any good guy at all. She yeah, straight up bad guy. Okay. I, I did Stra- not know that. Straight up bad guy sounds like it would be a Metal Gear character. It should be. Yes. Colonel straight up bad guy. Straight up bad guy. <laughs> he's got this like really tortured backstory. Yeah, and he's really he didn't really want to be a bad guy after all. It's just he just got screwed over and that's who he became. <laughs> yeah, by the way, can we just talk for a second about how ridiculous iDroid is? Yeah. Yeah, and they're listening to cassette tapes on their iDroid, which is yeah. just fantastic. Who carries around a fucking Walkman? Seriously. Well, this was the 70s. Yeah, but still, like, you, you didn't see spies walking around with some headphones on, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> well, I, can, well, I can put, you know, a, a, a digital place where I want you to drop a helicopter, but I gotta listen to a fucking cassette tape? Seriously? I mean, I don't know. It, it was 76 or 77. Se- se- yeah, mid-70s. He should have just had some LPs or something. That would have been great. Have like a fucking turntable on his back or something. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question. What, why does that kid have a audio port in his chest for? So he didn't lose his headphones. I don't know. He just was listening to his heartbeat. I don't, I don't know. It's Kojima. It's Ko- That's the answer for all this. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like George Lucas. He's, he's got a little hole in his chest where he puts his audio plug in where I for assume his headphones. He just, I assume he just shoved it there like, yeah. to keep it safe. Yeah, so he didn't <laughs> lose it. You know, they brought him his, his Walkman so he could listen to it, you know. It's like Videodrome. Yeah. Talk okay. He was listening to his heartbeat. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'll buy that. <laughs> All right, anybody else can think of your top three games of last gen. Mm-mm. Jason, you didn't mention one. Top three games? Well, okay. Let's see. Uh, Mogar Solid 4. That was uh, that was a game I absolutely loved when I played it. Um, Mass Effect 2. That game was absolutely incredible. And... Taking a look at some of my uh, my games right now. Um, I wish Final Fantasy Thirteen was better than what it was. <laughs> I mean, it was good. It looked it looked nice. It had good soundtrack. Story was freaking wonky all over the place. Um, oh, I know what easily easy number three would be. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. There you go. All right. I do want to mention one thing, since we're probably never going to do the whole Games of Last Generation thing. A lot of people forget about this, but it's a game that everybody played, and I'm talking everybody. Rock Band. Yeah. That is true. I mean, at one point, Rock Band was fucking huge. No, it totally was. I mean, they had like, you know, and every, I think even us, or I know, I know we did whenever I was with the other podcast, but I think you guys did too. We used to, 
have a section of the news that was just talking about what new songs are coming out on a rock band this week. Yep. So all it's all the time. It's you know that's a pretty fucking big game, that's, and it's it's definitely up there for my top games of last gen. Kind of in a related note, um, as of March thirty first, all of the Guitar Hero or all of the Hero DLC gone. You will no longer be able to buy it. Really? Yep. <laughs> wow. So, and that's including band hero, DJ hero, all of them. All gone. Wow. Talk about a sign of the times, man. Yep. How many plastic instruments do you have left? I have two. I have the DJ hero turntable, and I have the old school Guitar Hero 2 Explorer guitar. Yeah, I still got the Explorer. That's still the best one. It still works. Motherfucker still works from 2008. I still own that. You know, I still have like five Guitar Hero games. (laughs) I have have Rock Band 2 and Rock Band 3 and DJ Hero. And and, and I do have Guitar Hero 2. Yep. I kept I kept the car, Guitar Hero 2. I got Rock Band 2 and five Guitar Hero games. That's it. You know what I see in the future? Like several years, maybe a decade down the road? Flying cars? <laughs> uh, no, our, our cars will still be grounded by then. But um, I see a future where just the fact that it's physical means that it's going to be worth a lot of money. Because everything that's digital basically has an expiration date. If you really think about it, it's like five, six, seven years later, oh, nobody's buying this game anymore. You know, cut it from the system. And then you're unable to buy it anymore. So you'll have this future where where digital, whether it's a digital movie or a digital game or a book, will have an eventual you know, expiration date. And if you upgrade to the next, whatever it is, you might not be able to download everything that you've already had before, because it might have a incompatible, like uh, software file. So then that means, Oh, it's, it's an actual book. It's physical, a uh, hundred bucks, you know, it'll be, I, I, I think in another, maybe not another 10 years, but maybe in another 20 years, Anything that is just physical, period, is going to go for a lot of money. All right. Uh, moving on. ADZNZ was uh, joking about how he will miss his British buddy on the podcast. In New Zealand, we pronounce aluminium the correct British way. <laughs> we need to nice. stop this, this <laughs> madness. <laughs> Uh, he also says, shot of Jack, then a shot of Coke, repeat. Yeah, you know, I did that last night. Whew. I had me a good amount of beers yeah, last night, too. <laughs> I think I had about six or seven shots of Jack last night. Really? I, I had a good time last night. <laughs> uh, 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 Mighty Mookie replied about the site that he sent. You can change the price from e- from euros to US dollars. We talked about that last week for the cheap games. Yeah. He also sent a GIF summing up Shinmu at GDC, which you know Yu Suzuki did a panel about Shinmu. Got people excited, like, "Oh my God, look what he did ten years ago!" 
And then the first question out of the audience was, when is Shinmu 3 coming? And he didn't say a word. Hmm. Because it ain't coming. Ever. Uh, and Mighty Mookie commented on how Drew mentioned the Park is Mine movie. <laughs> and you guys got into a conversation about that. Yeah. Seriously, if at least click on the picture that I posted. Yeah, I saw it. It's, it looks like an Atari fucking cover, game cover. It does. With Tommy Lee Jones on it. Uh, here's the funny thing. That tweet that uh, Mighty Mookie sent about Shinmu was favored by support Shinmu. <laughs> nice. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, Big Game Hunter says, So with Assassin's Creed Unity announced, and this misnumbering continues, if it's a true spinoff, I'm fine. Otherwise, it should be AC5. That is weird that the new Assassin's Creed, which was, I guess, a officially announced this week is called Assassin's Creed Unity. That's what yep. right. oh wow okay I didn't know that. And it's uh it's only coming to next gen and PC that particular game. Not saying that they won't make a different game for current gen or sorry, last gen now. Last I gen. shit. Yeah. In fact um, it's almost positive that they probably will. Yeah. But Unity itself will only be on current gen. Did they just say the name they didn't Say the no, premise at all? There, it takes place in 1800s France, I think. Uh, yeah, they, I they put out a trailer. I thought it was 1700s. Okay, France. 1700s. I it was, yeah, 18th century, but 1700s. That's what it is. Yeah, because I watched the trailer, and sorry, that trailer's bullshit. That's not the game, and I'm getting tired of that. <laughs> like seriously, we don't need target videos. Games look really good nowadays. Right. Stop doing that. So, yeah, but that's not the game. There's no way. People are online like, oh my god, look how many people are in the crowd. That's more than Dead Rising. Shut up. That's not the game. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't understand Assassin's Creed numbering system at this point. I don't think they really care anymore. Yeah, I'm almost positive that that's the truth. Yeah. But they should know that all they gotta do is put a number on it and it sells more. I mean, isn't that the <laughs> way it works? Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. It sold a lot. Yeah, and, then, and, and wasn't that good? No, it really wasn't that good. Um, Blue Apple Blue says, "How much will you pay to get your name and face as an NPC in Infamous Second Son? How much will you pay to get your name in the credits?" Zero dollars. Uh, yeah, zero dollars and zero cents. I mean, I'm sure I got a penny somewhere. I can probably sell <laughs> them. All right, it's time for you guys to put your creative caps on. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's time for you to be funny. So be prepared. Yet. Uh, Mighty Mookie says, if your sex life is the title of a game, what would you call it? I've already done this. Did we already do this one? Yeah, I said Alone in the Dark. Oh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Uh, I like to think mine's just called Prey. (laughs) Who's the Prey? (laughs) No, a different kind of prey, Drew. Oh, prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, Alone in the Dark is probably my best. Alone in the Dark? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we're going to get any better than Alone in the Dark, so I think we probably just better cut it off there. That that sounded gross. (laughs) Jason's sex life is called Just Cause. Just cause. Just cause. <laughs> have sex? Why? Just cause. Just cause. Let's have sex. Why? Just cause. Just cause. It's for a just cause. <laughs> it's for a just cause. 
Uh, all right. Uh, H-Dogger says, Who is stoked about all these indie games getting love on the X-Bone? I'm happy to see more small companies getting coverage. I looked at that list that they showed at GDC. It was like 25 games or something like that. It's impressive. Um, I mean, anything we ever heard of? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's like a Guacamelee is coming to Xbox One. Okay. Uh, Super Time Force is coming to Xbox One. Um, Good God, when's that game coming out? I've been waiting like a year for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. And that's just, I mean, a lot of stuff that's already been on PC and announced for PS4 is coming to Xbox One. There's a lot of overlap right. stuff in there. It's just good to see that all the machines are getting it. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Lots of good games in there. Indie games are great. They're they're a great complement to the big budget games that sell the machines. Because I don't care who you are, indie games do not sell machines. No, no, no. So, but yeah, it's it's great to see all that stuff. Um, he also says, also since it's become a ritual to tell you guys about my status in Dark Souls Two, I'm thirty hours in and approaching mid game. Yeah, thirty hours mid game. <laughs> There's no technical difficulties here. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, so, Drew, how do you feel about that? 30 hours, man. 30 hours, that's... You like to take your time, man. I understand that. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff in that game, though. It's, it's, there's a ton more boss fights in that game. There's more areas and stuff like that. But, I mean... I don't, th- I don't think I rushed it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about it. So, uh, Nivek says, "Do you think Sony, with all its talented studios, uh, will churn out content for VR Morpheus as a huge company? Can they beat the Rift?" I think so. I, it just depends. It uh, depends on how much money they want to throw at it. Yeah, I don't like. I said, like we talked about this earlier. I just it's all going to depend on the price of those two things. And if Oculus can ever get into retail status, I mean, God. It's been in developer slash beta status for how long now? Two years. It's been a long time. But then again, can you really compete with the king? John Carmack works at Oculus. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how that stuff pans out. All right, last tweet. Uh, How does Dark Souls 2 feel without Miyazaki? If Miyazaki made an action JRPG, will fans accept it as a Souls game? This is not a question for me. All right, so, uh, say, say it one more time. I'm sorry. Uh, I already closed the window, you dick. Uh, <laughs> how does Dark Souls 2 feel without Miyazaki? If Miyazaki made an action JRPG, will fans accept it as a Souls game? Hmm. I, I, it's hard to say. Um, such a rabid fan base, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I'll be totally honest with you. I have no idea who Miyazaki is. <laughs> I didn't know he did Dark Souls, and he didn't do Dark Souls too. And that he didn't do Dark Souls too. So th- <laughs> that 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 uh, Dark Souls two feels a lot like Dark Souls. There's a few things that are different, but it it. It's Dark Souls. I mean, it's a it's a Dark Souls game. I mean, it's it's a from software action RPG. You can tell if you if you sat two people down, if you sat a person down who has never played these games before and had them play the first boss of Dark Souls, and then had them play the first boss of Dark Souls Two, they'd be like, "Oh, this are, this is the same game." That's kind of like the people who 
felt like Mega Man went to crap after Inafune left. And if you'd have put somebody to play Mega Man 9 versus Mega Man 3, they'd have been like, hey, this is the same game. Yep. I'm sure there's nuance in there, but to the casual person, they're not going to notice. Yeah. And all the Mega Man fans bought 9 and 10, even though Inafune wasn't working with them, and the difference is they'll go out and buy Mighty Number no. 9. See, I, did, I didn't even know that. I thought Inafune was still with them during 9 and 10. No. That's, that's the thing, is that the people have... I don't really pay attention too much to the directors and cre- – I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I know the creators of, of a pop- popular games and stuff like that. But, you know, when when somebody leaves the company, like, oh, it's going to be shit from now on. And oh, I can tell because there's, there's the little things like when you move to the left, it doesn't do this anymore. I'm like, I don't do that stuff. I just play the fucking game. I'll tell you one that's huge that nobody has appreciated since. And what's that? Ninja Gaiden. Ever since Itagaki left, that series has been garbage. Complete and utter garbage. Now, the DOA team did fine on DOA 5. Like, that game is perfectly comparable to the DOA series. I mean, but did he have that much influence in that? He created Ninja Gaiden. I I, I know Ninja Gaiden, but I'm talking about DOA. DOA was his baby. So, I mean, he he did most of it? Yeah, that was his game. Huh. I don't know. He he's one of those creepy guys that used to say that you know the DOA girls were like his daughters. Yeah, he's always been a very strange character. He is. He's a very peculiar lad. Where is he now? He's got his own studio, uh, Valhalla Studios. There's a game they're working on. I guess there's an announcement imminent at E3 after two year hiatus. It was, I was about to say it was published under THQ. That's one of the reasons why things have happened. Did it have a name? Yes, it's called. Fuck, I don't remember. I've actually seen the game. It's a third-person shooter, I think. I don't. I can't remember the name of the game. Is that that? It's not Devil's Third. Yeah, Devil's Third. That's it. Is it Devil? Is Devil's Third? Okay. Yeah, that's I, it. I know what you're talking about. All right. I was thinking. I was like, isn't it Devil's Third or something? Yeah, that's the game. Okay, got you. So I guess it's about to resurface. Rumored to be E3. I wonder who picked it up. I don't know, but the, that Team Ninja has been garbage on the Ninja Gaiden series since he left. I mean, you got Ninja Gaiden 3, which wasn't good. 14 versions of Ninja Gaiden 3, none of which were good. You know, and then you got Yaiba, which was really pretty bad. But Team Ninja didn't do that one, so. Mm. Well, the, the property rights were given back to Valhalla. So they can choose who they want to have publish it. Alright, that's it. That is all of this show. <clears throat> so, as per normal, you can follow us up on the Twitter. We got Drew at DMO Fury. We got uh, Ryan at R Wombold. And we've got Jason at Gambus Con. Uh, you can follow me and the site at ZTGD. You can also listen to our other shows, including News Burst at ZTGD News Burst on Twitter. Uh, and also Phoenix Down, which you guys are back this week. Yes. Alone in the Dark. Uh, that's at ZTGD Phoenix Down on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow the site on Facebook, uh, YouTube. Lots of videos up on YouTube right now. Go check them out, including a new feature we're doing called Torture Chamber, where Justin has to play through the Lightning Returns demo. He had a lot of fun with that, I'm sure. Um, am I forgetting anything? Leave us an iTunes review. And I did not finish ground. And I did not finish Ground Zeroes before I, the end of the podcast. I was just about to check in to see if you had <laughs> met your goal. Uh, well, t- to be fair, it was a shorter show. So. Yeah. 
We've been we've this been averaging the hour and a half the last few weeks. So, well, the show's not just over yet. I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna check to see if we have any iTunes reviews. Okay. I haven't checked in a while. I think I think I've nailed everything down though. Like I got all the social crap out of the way. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so much stuff to go through. Like, hey, follow me here and text me here and look at my pictures on Instagram. <laughs> I don't even have an Instagram account. Oh, we have a new iTunes review. Do we? Yeah. When did it come in? Uh, March twelfth. Holy sh! That's like within the last two weeks. Yes, it is. Oh God. Yes. From, yes, it is. It is from Ryu. Mao Mao How you spell it? R Y U M O A U. Ryu Mao? I'm not even yeah. Okay. Um it's a one star review. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, those are uh, my favorite. It's nice. titled it's titled Meh with uh, an ellipses. And it says, the hosts have gotten increasingly annoying to listen to, and the constant Call of Duty bashing gets very old and repetitive. <laughs> thank it. you, thank you, Ryu Mao. <laughs> the call, constant Call of Duty bashing? I hope you enjoy your uh, Call of Duties. Uh, might, I, might I suggest Titanfall? Have you seen Titanfall? Have you seen Titanfall, Ryu Mao? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Drew, you're annoying. I, I have always said I'm annoying. That's the thing. Yeah, he's never hit it. I mean, to be fair about it all, he's never hit it. That's true. All right. So no, I, I'm. I guess that's it. Barring the one technical hiccup we had, which didn't slow this train down, bitches. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Ryu Mao. I, I'm looking at his his uh, other things that he's reviewed. It's. Every one of them is one star, and they all say meh with an ellipses, and then he goes into talk about something. This explains why he likes Call of Duty. He just keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. The hosts are incredibly obnoxious. I was looking for a new bad movie podcast to listen to because of how dull we hate movies has become, but the hosts of the podcast are even less interesting. If you want to listen to bad movie podcasts about people with actual personality, I recommend How Did You Get This Made by the Bad Movie Friends cast. Oh, I know this is somebody who is friends with Smarmy Jerkface and uh, Big Mackie on Twitter because <laughs> he, he is suggesting bad movie friends. So I know who you are. Not oh, really, not really, but, after you. but but I kind of do. But I do appreciate the one star review, and uh, we will continue with yes. the Call of Duty bashing. We will continue with our mediocrity of podcasting that we've been doing. For so many oh, years now. Since 2007, 2006, it's somewhere eight, running. Going there. on eight years, baby. Eight years yes, of mediocrity and running. We're really good at that. Man. Man. That's what I'm, I'm renaming the show. To everything, meh, everything is meh. Meh radio. Every, I'm, I'm, I'm clicking on everything. There's a few of them that say great podcast, but then there's some of most of them say meh. Meh radio. It's a new name of the show, Meh Radio. Gave a four star, yeah, four star review to Puzzles and Dragons. It's a very fun game. Well, duh. I agree, actually. <laughs> All right, that's it. So, Mister Khan, can do your thing. I'm really hungry. It's lunchtime, dude. I'm so hungry. Oh yeah, and go something like this. Epic fail.